day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And Mike, we have got a huge show to go through today because it has been one of the biggest weeks in Eurovision, national finals. It's not even Christmas. I know. What's going on? Crazy. We've got about seven countries to get through. Mm. So without further ado, let's crack right into it, Michael. What are we going to start off with? Well, we have to start with Festivalia Kungus, which Mm. concluded this morning Australian time. And what is Festivalia Kungus for those who may not know? Of course, our Albanian national final. Yes. Uh, And it was the 57th edition. What did you think of the show, Dale? All three days of it. Oh, look, you know what? It was usual thick, which stands for Festivalia Kungus. Um, there was a lot of ads. Um, <laughs> there was a half hour delay the second day. We had day. a few technical issues, didn't and we? And there was a few technical issues on the third day. But, you know, it wasn't as bonkers as previous years. And mm. I thought they actually got things done reasonably Reasonably quickly. Yeah, interesting format. We did add in the Eurovision performances this year. How did you think that went? I don't think it went at all very much. There was probably about three or four artists who actually did a Eurovision performance. The rest didn't really do that. I don't. I think they missed the memo. I don't know what Fix trying to do here. Mm. Are they actually really trying to bring in Eurovision or are they just pretending to a little bit? Because I don't think it really made any difference whatsoever. Yeah, it seemed a little disjointed. First year they've done it, so I'll, get, yeah. I'll cut them a little bit of slack. Um, but it did seem some of the performers kind of went for a Eurovision-style performance. Others just... Usual thick? Invited, exactly, and then invited on a guest performer or something and didn't really put too much effort into it. It felt very disjointed, two different types of shows at different times. Definitely. But I like that they're heading in the right direction. It might just take a couple of years to get there. I agree, I agree. Well, if you talk about the winner, Mm. there was a winner, and the winner was Yanida Malishi, and she was singing Ketheyu Tokas. That was quite one of the fan favourites, actually. It was really probably between her and Sonny. Um, in the end, she beat somebody else to get there, but it was, uh, a, look, a really good song. What did you think of it? I like it. I like it. Um, can't say it jumped out. Well, it did jump out at us in the studio mm. versions. Um, and I think as, as the um, shows went along, it got better and better, and I think she performed a little better and better each time um you know obviously it's a song that tugs at the heartstrings for the albanians it's a song about immigration leaving albania to make another mm. life something which touches a lot of albanian families yes um so obviously something which really struck a chord with the local market there i think you know there is something atmospheric about this there is something um yeah there is something sort of genuine about this which i think can come across well at eurovision with the right staging uh, but definitely needs a polish up definitely needs a polish up yeah look i agree i get i think i saw someone say today it's not one you're going to listen to leading up to the contest but watching it live um it is a good live performance mm-hmm. um her vocals have been probably about 80 percent there i think if she smashes on the night she could do well and she did pretty good during the three days it was definitely good enough um, she's a bit of a star in Albania. I think that shone through. Her experience was there. She Definitely. really owned the stage. Um, she had three different dresses throughout the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know if I liked any of them, but they <laughs> added some drama, regardless if you like it or not. Yeah. Um, look, a deserving winner. There was a few in contention, and I have no issue with you. She winning. definitely sprinted from the pack, I think, from the ones that were in contention. 
You, yes. you never know with the uh, fic juries. Oh, no. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know what sort of criteria they're actually marking off, but anyway. There was some interesting... Um, yeah, there's that whole Eurovision verse fic thing again. Yeah, we'll see how that song develops and how her performance develops before we get to Tel Aviv. Look, you know I'm a bit of a stand for Albania, and I'm not disappointed in this song. Mm. I will be waving a flag for Albania for this song. Um, not as much as Mal last year, but, you know, still mm. a decent decent entry for Albania and she has said she's going to sing it in Albanian for the actual Eurovision Song Contest good on it we'll see if there's a bit of a revamp even if it's just a light <laughs> touch yeah but we'll never know I, I don't did, think it'll change very much I dare so there'll be a reproduction of it whether they slash and burn the whole song up who knows I don't no, think I don't, so they won't do Can't that I really would... don't think they will I think they'll just slightly do a little oil change I agree uh, let's talk about the other place getters um, people who Talk about sprinting out of the pack. Lydia Luffy came second with her song Referem, meaning confess. Yeah. Uh, I have to confess, I didn't see this coming. What about you, Dale? Who? Um, <laughs> yeah, look, sorry. It just, it, it was, she was good. It was a good performance. To me, it just was a run-of-the-mill um, thick song. Mm. I was really surprised to see it only potentially not, winning. Only nine points in, in the end. Third place, a bit of old-school sort of thick. Speaking of old-school thick, Irunda with her 100 questions. Um, yeah, she obviously had a technical issue in the final, had to redo it. Um, she got third place, and she also got the Critics and uh, Journalists Award. Yes. Good to see a bit of old school fic. I actually thought I might win at one point. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I wouldn't have had an, a terrible reaction to that. Mm. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. It, it. it was a good song. There was almost even a French element to yeah, it. It was it this nice sort of French versus East... Um, mix and and I liked it. It was fun. It was something to me. wasn't a winner, but I think we both said to each other after that couple of performances, this will probably finish top three. And yeah, it did. It did. It yeah. did. Let's talk about some of the others. Um, Dylan snuck into fourth. What do you think of his? <laughs> well, I have a hundred questions. Uh, yeah, <laughs> why that finished fourth? I really enjoyed the Eurovision. He did a Eurovision performance, and that was fun. It was some kind of performance. But the the dude can't sing. He couldn't sing. He can't sing. I was really shocked. And the song's like from two thousand. Uh, like, it but it's fun. So but it, was. it should not come fourth. So dated. Yeah. Um, fifth was Sonny. Ah. She was probably the other fan favourite, I would say, mm. um, apart from somebody who didn't even make the final. Um, yeah, she sort of never really in contention, really, in the end, when the voting came around. Yeah, she seemed to be everyone's fifth and sixth choice. Um, I found that an unusual one. I guess this comes to it. Are you being thick and always being thick, or are you being Eurovision? Um, if you're not being Eurovision, no one's going to try and do a song like this again in Festival Kungus for some years, because that was done so well. Um, and if you don't want a bop and an upbeat song, you know, don't pretend you do because no one's going to try yeah. for a few years now because that was just murdered, I think, in the final. Hmm. Quite unfairly, I think. Oh, fair enough. Um, probably one other we'll talk about was the one that we really enjoyed, which was Artemisa and Febby, dead set last. <laughs> we strike again, Michael. <laughs> I know. The kiss of death from Aussie Vision <laughs> happens once again. I've got to say, I thought that was fairly uh, uh, treated unfairly, I have to say. Well, her, the, those two, or Gessa came second last as well, probably mm. the more contemporary of the songs in the whole competition. Uh, I think that says everything about the jury. Yeah. They're yeah. Not, it's, it's, it was a fit contest as, as an old school fit contest, and that's fine. But again, 
don't pretend you're trying to be something different. Fair enough. Anyway, but anyway, I well, I have to say overall, I really enjoyed Fig. I did. Good. Yeah, it was, it was good. good. I, it's it's always good. It's always entertaining. Exactly. And now we'll just wait for Gisette Millionaire to find out how the Granny Vape Off goes. <laughs> I really wish we could watch that. I it looks really need good. Need to know how that baklava turns out. All right, let's just move on. Now there was some more news after we dropped our last podcast. Of course, Australia decided to uh, announce a few things. We got three more performers. Let's, uh, do you want to kick us off? What's going on with this? Well, look, the big one, Courtney Act, a huge name. Twitter went into meltdown, particularly from UK and the US, because she has one UK celebrity, Brig Brother, and she's been on RuPaul's Drag Race, where she finished a runner-up to the amazing Bianca Del Rio. Uh, she is known in Australia from being an Australian Idol, the very first Australian Idol, wasn't it? 16 years ago, But yes. mainstream Australia doesn't really know her since exactly. that time, so this is a time to prove herself. Um, so, look, she's a big name. She is definitely going to get the publicity she for the contest, and she's definitely going to sell some extra tickets and get people travelling to the Gold Coast, so I think it's a good thing. I agree. I agree. Well, anyway, before we uh, keep going, let's have a listen to her song, because she's the first song we have from the Australian National Final. Here's Courtney Act with Fight for Love. So mixed reaction to that song, I've got to say, I don't mind it. I think it's one of those national final songs. It's just there. Is it going to win? Is it going to win Eurovision? No. But is it going to raise her profile here in Australia? Is it going to fill out that national final and give it some variety? Yes. So not everything can be an indie ballad or some, you know... Um, incredible piece of <laughs> musical writing <laughs> but this is yeah this has got certainly a market for it and I've seen some positive stuff about this as well look it's fun yeah, it is you know, if Dylan can finish fourth in a national final with that this is much better <laughs> look this is fun it, it's really upbeat I, I want to hear this in the stadium yeah I probably don't want it to win Australia decides but again it's not always about winning the contest when you go into a national final I think she's going to do a good performance let's hope so I hope the vocal kind of holds together I think she's probably not the strongest vocalist in the world but she's competent and she's yeah. good and you know most of the song is in a pretty general range there's just a couple of high areas that I do worry about <laughs> slightly oh well anyway yeah. we're all looking forward to seeing Courtney Act she will put on a good stage you would imagine so you would imagine so uh, let's talk about a couple of the others Aiden was mm. one of the other uh, performance, performers announced uh, from The Voice Australia yes. from Voice. the last season of The Voice yeah he came fourth last season of The Voice he's only 17 years old kind of does a bit of like what would you say it's not R and B? It's an pop, urban, urban, urban pop, white boy urban. Yeah, um, he sang Despacito in his blind audition at The Voice, <laughs> and that's kind of what he was known for because he amazingly sang in Spanish. That's a big deal here in Australia. Didn't understand a word he was saying. Apparently. No, he didn't actually. <laughs> it's a bit, you know, that's that's fine. That's most of what I do at Eurovision. Um, but look, he's he's a good young guy. He's going to bring some younger audience um, members in to watch the show. I think it's a good thing he's in there. He seems Absolutely. Good. Adding to the diversity of acts once again and having been on the most recent uh, 
season of The Voice, which happens to be one of the highest rating shows in Australia. He should still be fresh in people's memories and have a little core of fans who exactly. come along and watch the show, and that's what it's all about. Mm. We also had a third person announced, Dale Leonanos was a wild card, they basically said. Young lady, again very young, 16? Yeah, she's 16 years 16 old. 16 years old. It submitted a song and blew the producers away with the song. They've given it to her to, to perform. So I think this is a really good showcase for a young, talented performer, I think. That's what I love about it. Um, we don't know. It, like, it's very hard to judge. She's very inexperienced, as she says herself, mm. in the quotes she's had from going into the contest. Um it, it certainly will be interesting to see how she performs, but I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Wildcard, let's give new talent a go. This is going to be a big stage in Australia, and I think it's a wonderful thing that she's involved. Absolutely. Looking forward to seeing what she's going to bring. I'm assuming some sort of indie ballad type thing, judging by her not so much Kind massive, of her repertoire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- massive repertoire well, she's we'll, had. We'll see. I reckon it might be a bit more poppy, but, okay. but we'll see about that. We'll see, we'll see. But also, like, I mean, that's seven songs now, um, seven artists. Um, we're expecting probably three more is the kind of ex- expectation to be ten. So we'll see if they're in December or they come into January because we're only, what, about five weeks, six weeks away from the contest. Yeah. I don't know if they'll uh, really announce anything between Christmas and New Year. I'd imagine maybe give it a bit of clear air and then do something in New Year. Well, Who we knows? didn't expect that announcement last week. There we go. Who what knows? do you think about this one song being released and not the other songs? Um, I really don't know why they would do that, but hey, maybe it was just ready to go and throw everyone a bone, you know. Fair if enough. you've got, you know, if you've gone and you've announced the biggest name so far, mm. um, yeah, give us a taste of what we can see. So, fair yeah, enough. Stops fair any enough. speculation about what you'll be singing. True, true. All right, all right, let's talk about anything else that we want to talk about. It. Uh, artist announcements. Speaking of artists, Cyprus mm. have announced that Tamta will be uh, representing Cyprus in 2019 with Replay. Replay being an Alex P song, famous, of course, for some of the others he's written, as well as, of course, Fuego by Eleni. Mm. Uh, What was your first reaction when you heard of Tamta? Um, Look, I will admit I didn't know Tamta. I know she is known very much along a lot of the fandom, so my bad on that part. But she seems like a really exciting artist, actually. Yeah. Um, Do you have any more information about her? I do, I do. Well, she's originally from Georgia, uh, but got big when she was in the 2004 Super Idol in Greece. Made her a big name in Greece. She finished second there. Um, She was also in the 2007 Greek National Final, Mm where she came third out of three. It's probably not the greatest position for anyone. And also, I believe she was in the running to be the Greek representative in 2015. However, her record company missed the deadline to uh, enter her song, which sounds so Greek. It sounds the most Greek thing I've ever heard. (laughs) But all those disqualifications last year, it's about the same level of that. (laughs) And of course, she is very well known. A lot of hit singles in Greece, in particular, and Cyprus. And she has been an X-Factor judge in both Greece and her native Georgia. Very pop very uh, diva, this woman. Fantastic. Uh, are they going for the same formula that they had with Alini to a point, do you I've, feel? I've got a feeling that's going to happen, yeah. And why not? It came second last year. Mm. Why wouldn't you go back again to the well? Mm. You know, you've got something good out of it last time, but I'm looking forward to seeing what Tampta can bring, and I can see a lot of fans are very excited. Yeah, look, it's I, I'm, I'm excited to hear a song. Do we know when it's going to come out at all? No release date at this point, I've yeah. seen. Anyway, I've been trawling the internet. Teasers. Yes, yes. 
So let's move on. Um, we had of the national finals coming up, Romania, Dale Selecia Nacionala. Mm. They announced their 24 artists and their songs. And it features an Australian. I know. <laughs> Sonia, the uh, uber talented Sonia. Amazing. Uh, Sonia is, of course, uh, from Australia. She's from Melbourne, my mm-hmm. hometown. Uh, very talented singer, songwriter, actress, and dancer. Mm. I know. Um, has Woman of many talents. Very many talents. Um, she's basically been in Romania for about the last 10 years, forging a career there. So this isn't an overnight thing for Sonia. Um, she's already got her song released. Yes. Shall we have a listen? Let's have a listen. It's Sonia Discreet. Look, it's a nice song. Definitely is a nice song. No issue with it. It doesn't scream Eurovision to me, I must admit, but it is good quality. She is showing the fact that she is a long-standing artist, and I'm just really excited to have an Australian in the contest. And sometimes it's not about winning it, it's actually about some exposure, so we can get to know her, because, yeah. hey, we didn't know her beforehand, and she's been quite a, a star mm-hmm. um, internationally with the R- Romanian uh diaspora yes uh, and so she's done really well for herself so it's been a really nice discovery she responded back to us when we you know went to it and she seems really lovely and amazing so exactly. we are definitely on her side on the Sonia bandwagon we and we will be keeping an eye on discreet you're right it's a little sort of I don't know what you sort of a little R&B kind of uh, yeah. ballad type of mid-tempo Isn't, sort of ballad yeah very mid-tempo yeah. I think if she performs that well she should do herself proud so uh, yeah exactly to and in the to video for the song she's booking flights back to Melbourne she did she's so ready. maybe she's ready for Australia to sign <laughs> I don't know, don't know what's back, going on there coming back for next year but we also had some other artists announced. Yes. It who, wasn't all about her. Who else? We've got three Eurovision alumni, actually, and guess who's back? Any guesses, Michael? I can never imagine. Is the cockroach of Romania. <laughs> we can't kill him, can't put him down. Mihai is back yet again. Now, for those who don't know who Mihai is, he represented Romania in 2006 with Tornero. Great song, came fourth. He's been back into the national finals many times, including the last couple of years. Mm. Um, but he's back again. On top of that, we've also got Nicola, who represented Romania in 2003 with Don't Break My Heart. And it came 10th, actually, another mm. good performance for Romania. They're always pretty strong. They are right? always pretty strong there. Mm. So 2003 alumni there. And the very first Eurovision entrant for Romania, Dan Bittman, who came 21st in 1994. He's back. Dan, Dan Bittman doesn't sound like a particularly Romanian name to Well, me. it is now, Michael. <laughs> and, you know, he's, I don't think he's a, a young bloke. I'm not yeah. expecting an up-tempo banger yeah, we'll from Dan, but who knows, who knows what Romania will bring. They always do throw up quite a bit of stuff for us, Romania. They also have one other extra really interesting performer, oh. Olivier Kay, who was actually the runner-up in The Voice of Belgium in 2016. Oh, okay. So it's quite interesting because normally Belgium do produce some really good ones. So it's oh. interesting that he's performing in Romania. He was the winner of the prestigious Golden Stag Song Contest in Romania. You know about that, don't you? I do, because Sonia performed in the Golden Stag contest as well. <laughs> I actually threw that there that you wouldn't know what that was. I'm all over you know the... what the Golden How do you know? I'm all over the Golden Stag, <laughs> though. So, look, he, he's won that. Fantastic. He's obviously a good performer. There must be some connection with Romania, which mm. I couldn't quite find. 
But he sounds interesting. Yeah. I, he's one to watch. We've got a lot to watch here, mate. I know. Can't Good stuff. Other national finals, we had stuff coming out from some mm. of the big guns this week, Dale. France released their snippets for Destination Eurovision. Uh, what did you think? Showed your overall little... Uh, what did you think? Look... It's only snippets. I find exactly. it very hard to judge on snippets. I don't like this approach, but I must say, last year, I got quite overly excited by the snippets, <laughs> mainly from Nasi and Red Okay. But this year, I can't say I'm excited by mm. any of them, but I'm not disappointed. Yeah. I'm just... Well, I need to. I need to see the full songs. Absolutely, I, I'm really finding it too difficult to judge. I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing with you there. There was one. Well, one in particular that really did catch my eye, and that was from Batista Aquaviva, the song called Pasio in Corsican, which is oh. great. Always nice to see. Mama Corsica. Yeah, from so a bit of Corsican coming for the national final in France, and I think one of the other cans that caught my eye, Simone with Tous les Deux. Uh, with lovely little French ballad. Looking forward to seeing a couple of those. So, uh, again, keeping the powder dry here. It's pretty hard to tell off a minute and a half. Definitely. So we'll see when we get the full songs and, of course, their national final. Speaking of snippets, Dale, Spain, Operacion Triunfo. Uh, that finished this week. We had a winner, Famous. He yes. won the gala. He won the entire show. And then we had some of their snippets. For the 17 songs coming up for the Yurita Matsu, mm. I believe it's called. Oh, nice. Thank you. Eurovision Gala, yeah? Yeah, the Eurovision Gala. Uh, the English uh, <laughs> translation. Uh, again, we only had one minute snippets from these mm. ones, so I don't think it's very fair to judge anyone there. But just looking from the fan reactions and polls I'm seeing, I would definitely keep an eye out for Maria and Morer de Mi which means bite me. Oh. Yeah, in Spain. But again, we will have the Eurovision Gala. When we have the Eurovision Gala and the 10 finalists uh, appear, we'll probably make a bit more of a judgment then. And from those couple of ones, was anyone who did really well in OT one of them? Who was the woman with the bangs? Natalia. Did she have a good song? She did. She's got one of the favourites, La Clave, it's called. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's okay. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Didn't, didn't grab you. We'll see. So didn't you can, you. you can, it didn't bite me. Um, <laughs> it's basically, there will be three that will go through from the public vote and the jury will send through seven for the final 10. We'll see. I've got a feeling she'll probably do well with the public vote and get one of the three tickets. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing. I did actually hear a couple of snippets that out of France and Spain, actually, a couple of the Spanish ones I probably thought grabbed me more in a minute than the French ones. I kind of agree. Very, what well, I would say, Spanish radio commercial sound to a lot of their yeah. uh, songs coming out of Spain this year. Not to everyone's liking, but no. meh. Who knows? I'll probably get a few hits for the stars there. Indeed. Let's go on again to one of the other uh, big five. Uh, Italy. Mm. Italy and their Sanremo. We had the Sanremo Giovanni took place this week, which is the young performers. Uh, we had two of those advanced through to the Sanremo, which was Inar and Mahmoud. Mm-hmm. So they'll be taking their place amongst the 24 finalists. But we did have some other people announced from Italy. Of course, one of your favourites, favourites, Dale, Il Volo. Oh, I'm, I'm just so excited. Yeah, <laughs> Il Volo, oh, coming back, they've certainly got people talking. Uh, Patti Prava, 
I don't know if you've ever heard of her, a real legend in the Italian music industry, over 110 million records sold. Uh, you know, she's coming back. Uh, and then we have a couple of the uh, fan favorites, Paola Turci, she was in 2017. Uh, she's coming back. And Loredana Berti, Loredana Berti, sorry. She's the rock queen of Italy. Over okay, 40 nice. years experience, she's coming back as well. So a bit happening in Sanremo. It should be good. Look, I, look, Il Volo will be good. <laughs> and it will be nice right. to see them back there. And I guess it's always about Sanremo first. They weren't my favourite in 2015. But look, they're good performance. Obviously, they were. They won the public vote in 2015. Yeah. So this is exciting. We've got a lot of Eurovision alumni come back. We've already said Yossi Papai. Um, we've got them. There's about 10. We've said three or four tonight. You know, there's, yep. there's a lot coming back to try and get in there. So they're probably the biggest ones. Yeah. Let's move on to Montenegro, probably the other end of the scale, one of the smaller nations. Yeah, definitely. And they certainly only got a small amount of songs um, submitted, 27 songs in total. Oh, bless. But they managed to still bring out five songs um, to make up their final. RTCG announced them this week. And it does um, involve a former Eurovision artist, again, another one. And it's Andrea Demirovic. And she was back in 2009, and she came 11th in the semi-final, just missing out. Oh, damn it. But she was the third best entrant for Montenegro ever. So that's good. Um, <laughs> also in the running was uh, is Nina Petkovic and Ivana Popovic-Martinovic. And they were both in um, the national final last year. They came fourth and fifth. Okay. So weren't really up in the running, but it's, again, it's good to have a returning artist and building that up again, which is great. Mm. Out of the five acts, four of them are solo females, and there's only one band. That is D-Mol. <laughs> yes. D-Mol actually means, not what you think of when I say mole, um, D-Minor. Oh, okay. It's the, uh, the Montenegrin or the Serb or whatever. For so minor. four solo females in a band. See, I reckon they're probably going for a solo female artist this year, do you reckon? We're probably thinking that. You never know, happen. though. They could split the vote and it could all be about D-Mol. They could be the well. artist, Michael. We'll be looking forward to Montevizia. I guess that takes us to one of the others, Lithuania, though. Our favourite, uh, the amount of heats and semis that go on on Gosh, this one. Gosh, we've gone from five people to 49. 49! Oh, 49 artists, Lithuania. Why do you do this to us? But look, there's a couple of... You hope so. We've got another Eurovision alumni, a member of the band who did Eastern European Funk. Oh, became, yeah. They were the Silver Shorts guys back in 2010. They came 12th in the semi-final. But quite an iconic performance. One of the members there, Jurgis Dizulis, he is performing against. He is performing again solo. We've also got a couple of people who made the final last year who got through all those heats and semis. Uh, Jurgis Bruska, who came uh, second last year. Jurgis, we remember him. Here we do, and also um, Monica Maria, who was also in the final last year as well. So they're back to compete again. They're probably the couple of the big names that jump out from all 49. 49 But of we'll them. see how special they are when we get to those those lovely heats in early morning January. Yes, apparently they've trimmed it down. It's only an eight-week process this oh, time. Well, that's, that's, that's nothing. Piece of cake. Easy. Piece of cake coming out of Lithuania. All Go right. On. Anything else? Gosh, that was... Is there anything else we need to talk about? Well, that's that's most of... That's all the nations we've got through. Look, there's a lot going on, obviously, right now. 
But I think we've, we've covered everything off for the week there. Yeah. Is there anything coming up for the week ahead? Well, look, the only thing down on the calendar was um, that Eurovision tickets were meant to be going on sale in December. Uh, meant to be early December. Not looking likely, I would say, but there's no confirmation or... Uh, that they'll be January or they still will be in December we don't know so keep an eye on for that um, you, there'll be a lot of information about it. and if you're part of an OJ OGAE club they will certainly let you know what's going on with that one as well absolutely absolutely and we've got ESC 250 next week but we'll have a show before then so we'll talk about that going into it which is the top 250 countdown Ooh, on New Year's Eve that's right excellent Okay, well, I guess this is um, a chance for us to say Merry Christmas. Yes. To or Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Happy holidays. Whatever, or anything, <laughs> or non-religious celebration of booze and eating that you yes. like to have. Um, we hope you have an amazing time, and it's been nice to share this with you. Yes. Um, and instead of going out with our Aussie Vision theme music, I thought we would go out to the one and only dummy in oh with her amazing version of oh holy night so merry christmas michael merry christmas Dale. thanks and for joining us guys see you later have a safe one merry christmas oh,